0: Now, do you guys? Let's start off. Does anybody have any questions? Well, waffles, is that okay? Do you want to do some some questions, or do you want to do other stuff first? I'll let you handle
1: it. Uh, let's do some other stuff first. Let's do with. Uh, I want to keep on the character train and kind of very slowly go down it here. Uh, let's do the. I want to go around and get some character insights, like on your characters, kind of as an out of character slash in character. How it started, like what was the plan for your character? how it's going and where do you see it going and or want it to go like wherever you want to take that conversation so kind of a past present future i'm gonna to have to say all of this again because varso doesn't have his headphones on varso hmm. <laughs> uh, where did you go let's, Welcome back. Last
2: and let, let's let him make assumptions about what the questions are yeah, he he yeah. I, I
3: had a very good i had a very good reason a very good reason so, I don't believe you. Uh, during the break, I was checking my dog for a tick, since here in Vermont, ticks are everywhere. And I didn't want my dog to have a tick on her. And then I sat down, and I'm like, oh, it's the second half of the session fatigue. I didn't get a coffee. So I had to get up and get a coffee. You wouldn't <laughs> want me passing out the table. I wouldn't want to pull a carrot on you guys. You
4: know how much so, I care. So, oh, oh,
1: oh. <laughs> so your dog didn't have a tick? No. Okay, then... <laughs> Doesn't so matter. you're
4: feeling up All your right. dog the whole break and didn't get a coffee.
1: Uh, quick one, <laughs> quick, quick, quick recap on like <laughs> well, how what, what you want you want him to really try to figure it out.
0: No, I mean it's not it's not difficult to figure out. Uh, okay, but I just <laughs> uh, I just want to say that uh, for a chat, like as we're going through our little character insights, where we started, where we are, and where we're going. There you go, Bar, so there's your quick <laughs> one. Uh, I, I think it's a very good uh, opportunity if you have any, like, just, you know, if there's something you want to, like, learn a little bit more about or if you want, like, a little bit more information as to what, to insight into what something they touched on and you want more, just just let us know. Um, and, and that's what we're here for.
1: For, but, sure. for sure. All right, let's start with Zaya.
0: Oh, shit. Put on the spot. <laughs> um... Okay, so where it started, um, she started uh, with her mission on her tempering. She Her main thing is make the Ramsamten pr- proud, make her grandmother proud, get her mother off her back a little bit, um, as well as just like... There's a lot of pressure for her, basically. So she started, she was like, okay, I have to do this, I have to do this, good. But when she first like went out, she, this is a couple months after her. she started her tempering, and uh, she was just really enjoying um, her freedom for the first time. And so how it started was like, she almost, she didn't get distracted from the mission, but she definitely like didn't start hard right away. She, she enjoyed herself and then was like, okay, I have to do this. And... She's was naive. She did. She's never like. She's done her stuff and she's has her training, but she not nothing prepared her <laughs> for what ended up happening. Basically, like first journey off of the adari she was on Absalom. But after Absalom, first like thing with the start to try to get into the Starfinder, radiation sickness, boom, right off the bat. Like what the <laughs> heck. <Boom. laughs> Uh, so, oh. so she, got, she panicked a little bit and like the next time they, we had downtime, she went and was like, here's, here's a bunch of stuff that'll save us from radiation and like healing and stuff like that. Cause she got like into fights and stuff, which she's never done before. And, and it showed her how bad she is in a fight, to be honest. Like that's not where she shines. She shines, si- blah, blah, blah. she Shines, yeah, I did it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have a problem with my s's and sh's. Leave me alone. Um, so it's it's been interesting for her. So that's where she started. I think she started more naive and and, and definitely is is coming down uh, from there. She's also used to being in her circles. This is the first time she's outside of her circles. So there's no like like uh, guarded like there's no respect necessarily that is given. Uh, like freely or like without her having to do something and so she was like basically put in the captain position which she could do but it was it was interesting for her she was like okay cool this is great but then she realized oh but it's not not just like, oh, I'm the captain now, do as I say. <laughs> this isn't the way to get that respect either. Uh, you know what I mean? So it, it, I think she's she's learning um, and where she is right now is kind of trying to figure figure out interpersonal a little bit more within the group. I think that's kind of where where she's focused on because there's a lot going on, but obviously this is the group that she's sticking with right now and just, it's time to start really getting along. One thing I want to mention in particular, so we we talked a little bit about the eyes and moment, but honestly, like like that's not it was it was odd for her and it threw her completely off, but like like there's enough going on right now with Tibble on the spaceship like that's not on her brain at yeah. all mm-hmm. right now. um the one thing that is I think a frequent uh thing for her is Dr. Lynn she has all
4: them tentacles
0: <laughs> no, no 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 not like thing. that uh <laughs> she, she has been trying so like on an intellectual level she feels like she gets along with dr lynn right like i i have the the other the other the life science the other stuff as well and we frequently make like checks together uh to figure some things out so what i stop stop with those faces myself <laughs> um so i think like how that to me translates to in character though is like a lot of the things they work on together on an intellectual level. Like, hey, there's this this moss on the wall, her and Dr. Len check it out and, and and investigate it, right? And and so frequently she feels a sort of kinship with Dr. Len, but every time she tries to be friendly, she gets pushed away. And she does not know what to deal with that. Like she really doesn't know she knows that you're like a private person and like when you got hurt, you were like upset. And she was like, hey, do you need some... And you were like, no, I'm fine. She, like, thinks that there's a bond there as, like, as a as a co-worker, and she, at the same time, is getting, like, mixed messages. So I think that that a little insight is that, that she has a lot of that on her mind.
3: It, I if I can was... respond to no, no, no. that in turn for Please. some insight. So, like, yeah, yeah, I've... Dr. Len, or at least, like, me playing him is very intentionally pushing everyone away when they try to like connect to him cuz he had one friend in his life and that one friend screwed him over and kicked him out of his home planet. So now he's like like
0: I did not think about that to be fair.
3: These these people <laughs> I'm traveling with like okay, they seem to be decent enough people. But who knows what's going to happen if I like let them into my inner sanctum like
0: That's fair. That's very about fair. Point of that. tetsu? And I am curious to see how that comes out.
1: I have a question right. for Zaya.
3: Same same thing, like Tetsu's a
0: and nice he's... guy,
4: but fucking betrayed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's hey, why you're nice guy no, too. i true. I have a question for Zaya though. Uh, and feel free to not answer or tell me that it doesn't really matter up till now in the story. But I've noticed, granted, it's been because of how the encounters have gone, but I've noticed that Zeha hasn't even really had a chance to be like aggressive towards humanoids is that like is that a touchy subject for her because like granted she like carries guns and stuff but like even when you had the orc lady like pointing a gun you chose to almost mechanically like disable it instead of bring your gun out or like hurt the person you know which was very cool I met add.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so so she was trained her whole life uh with in you know, like subtle interpersonal espionage, info, info gathering, entertainment. So she's had to get into people's heads, basically. Like to me, that's how I play her. Like, she's she's been there and she tries to basically be social combat right she's trying to uh, talk and 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 do that kind of stuff and then she's faced in these situations where she has never been in these situations before so the first thing with the kefak um that was like oh i'm on an adventuring party it's a monster and like i love how the roles have been playing out because boom one shot this thing like it's my first time of like using magic this way like really like like offensively well that no problem Well, that
1: was a gun actually i was like The first time you, it, oh, right, and it wasn't supercharged.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, and 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 I know we have kind of played it off where everybody thought it was like totally on purpose, but she was just as surprised by that. But she didn't have any like it. It it took her by surprise because the whole encounter took everybody by surprise. So cool. She's like, oh, okay, I guess I guess this is. I'm okay with it. But that was. "Eh, I don't don't really want to do that again. And. Then the humanoid, like the moments, we haven't had a lot of flat-out combat with humanoids where Zeha's in the center of it, like actually having an opportunity to. So we haven't explored it, but I definitely think she's avoiding it. Like, these are people. She's not here to harm people. She, I don't think, has ever thought about killing a humanoid. Uh, it's just a matter of how do we get out of the situation alive a lot of the times now as she as combats are getting more and more intense she's out of her element entirely she cuz and mechanically i took a level in envoy i took a whole level in not increasing my combat abilities at all so yeah <laughs> there's there's definitely she it is on purpose she's definitely not comfortable with with harming humanoids and i actually think that that's going to come up um one of the, In the next upcoming sessions uh, with how everybody reacted to her trying to, like, lie to Tibble. Um, I think that she was like, obviously I'm putting on a show here and all of y'all should definitely know this. And everybody seemed seriously aghast at her for, like, potentially, like, leaving him to die in this forest. He's and my best friend. I think she's, like, realizing, like... The fuck do you guys think of me? And so she's gonna have like that conversation of like, no. <laughs>
4: I wouldn't hurt a fly. Sounds like something. That her would her
0: say. magic is very volatile. I think I think it, it has been really interesting with the roles. That every time that I have tried to do something with like electric shock or like that that touch, it has like been insane. So I think she's like in and of herself like. If I focus and do this one moment to like save everybody's lives or, or or something like it's gonna be intense, why would I ever do that to another like humanoid like living being?
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's let's keep the popcorn energy going. Throw it to someone else.
0: Okay. Um. Well, I, we just talked about Doctor Len, so let's let's keep going a little bit with that. Let's how did it started. How it's going? <laughs> All right. So how it
3: started. Um. So, at the beginning, Len's whole, like, shtick was to try and, like, beg the Starfinder Society to, like, get him his medical license back. Which, you know, it's, like, funny, like, haha, he doesn't get the medical license back. But the reason he wanted it back was so they could just go back to his home. (laughs) And since he can't get that, and since, like, the Tellus Corporation won't, like, let him back, he's, like... He kind of had that, like, hope, like, hey, maybe maybe my big break's just around the corner. And then, like, this was it. He's screwed now. Now he has no idea what he's doing. But at the same time, now he's uncovered, like, oh, I may be, like, partially responsible for some horrid virus that turns people into plants or something. And so, mixed with this, like, sadness about his position, he also is, like, almost reluctantly having to take up this, like, responsibility to undo the uh, adaptation serum.
0: Uh, How sensitive is he to his responsibility on it? I know we joke, because a lot of our joking is, like, in and out of character, right? So, like, how sensitive is he actually to it? I...
3: I don't think he is so sensitive about his responsibility as he is much, like... Um, resentful of like his past partner in like medical production rim for like screwing him over and then doing this with his life's work essentially. So
0: so he doesn't he doesn't actually feel like, oh, I did this. He's just like, how could you take what I've worked on and do this to my stuff? Yeah,
3: because what what Len, like, was creating was pretty much something that would let cyphozoans, like, survive in, like, hot climates better, or, like, cold climates, because you're freaking jellyfish. You can't live there. So, like, the fact that something he spent, like, ten years on got, like, bastardized into, like, a virulent, like, injection serum that they, like, test on human subjects, that, like, I can't, I can't say, like, pisses him off, but it, like, he he's, like, bothered by this. It, like, he's resentful of that people would do it, but not so much, like, vindicated. Because he's not, like, he's not a strong personality. He's not, like, I'm going to kill these, like, scumbags. Let's go, guys.
0: Can Can you, as Varso, see pending circumstances in the future him trying to like him getting a bit more heated about it
3: yeah i definitely think so i think it would probably depend a lot on like interactions with other people and just kind of like opening up out of the shell i guess metaphorically speaking because he's uh, an invertebrate but
2: and he's literally (laughs) translucent in some cases
3: Uh, he actually has a (laughs) race trait called translucent that makes him mildly invisible
0: Plus two to <laughs> <self>. interesting <laughs> that'd be useful wow. to use before right. you get ambushed <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you
2: know and also an invisible jellyfish starfish thing that tries to eat you yeah. you know if
3: something like reverse. that happens I'll be a-okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay that was the uh like how was it going how is it going do you have any like projections that you want to see for Dr. Lin and or that you think like is gonna happen
3: so projections. Take that like, question, however you want. Yeah, just had to think on it for a sec. Um, projections like Zeha like mentioned. I like hope to see Len like kind of becoming a stronger like willed force than like kind of reclusive, depressive scientist, bro. Um,
1: a little less flubbery. Gotcha.
3: And <laughs> I like. I think some... I mean,
0: maybe we have to adapt you a uh, backbone. <laughs> Would that help? Come on, guys! Please just put a <laughs> spine
2: in me, please. Just absorb a spine into your gel, <laughs> into the gelatinous form.
3: And um, something I've also <laughs> liked, like playing with, is the fact that he's like he has a somewhat like loose moral code. Like he's while well, he is a doctor, he is willing like to just shoot Ready? people
0: to take his hat like, he's, off he's,
3: <laughs> <laughs> to take off the hat. <laughs> he, yeah, he like he, I'm not sure exactly how to express this, but he's willing to stretch his moral code if he deems it necessary with, like, kind of loose, like, willingness to deem it necessary, and I think that will, like, come into play very shortly because of something that's going to happen, I think. Like,
1: What's going to happen? I, I don't I, even know what you're talking about, so I'm ready.
3: I I don't know if it's something I want to, like, mention, because I don't know if Waffles is no. kind of keeping it secret. You don't have to. Okay, yeah, then. lips sealed for now, but I... I hope to see it like putting emphasis on the fact that Len is kind of morally, uh, ambiguous.
0: That, that makes my comment earlier even more interesting, in my opinion. Like, where we talked about, I thought you were very lawful because of that, that, like, reaction to, like, why, why the heck are we doing this? I, I um, think he
1: started lawful. Nah, he, he
3: started, sure. he, he's always been a loose, like, neutral good, <laughs> like, kind okay. of sticking loose to weird cow. points of it. it. it
0: it it so it's more just that in that moment you didn't believe that was necessary. Like yeah, why would we exactly. do that?
3: Yeah, like if cool.
0: no, that's
1: that's interesting.
0: Like
3: Len wouldn't kill like if he had the like opportunity to like stabilize them. But I feel like
1: Except if he had Android. to,
3: he would be like, oh well. I mean, that's a- <laughs> the <Wait, laughs> but, but like three needles Len shot into Dana's neck were not related <laughs> yeah. to the cause of death. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. Oh. okay, okay, Dr. Lin, when you walked in to the belated scene of a bunch of knocked out guards and Tibble, what went through Dr. Lin's head in that moment? Best friend. Um, well,
3: he pretty much panicked and decided to go with the plan. That's why Van ran right up to Tibble and went, hey, hello, my name is Dr. Ben. Like, he, yeah,
1: yeah. he doesn't yeah. handle pressure I remember well. that. I re- I thought, I thought, uh, Varso, like, role played that very well. Like, the pan- like, I saw the panic on Varso's face of, like, <laughs> uh, I don't think this is fully the plan, but hi, my name's Ben. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that- yeah, no, I, I- I- definitely felt that, too. That Kudos to that. Thank you, thank you. Can All I right. also
2: say, I love how Dr. Len gets flustered by a compliment. Like- any sort of positive feedback immediately gets dr len to blush and like like pull back it's, and
0: i don't i don't think it's blushing i think it's like i this is friendship and i don't That's now, exactly now with this is, insight yeah. that right. you've added it's like yeah like this is uh n- not what i was going for yeah. so no. I, no. I was about <laughs> to say
1: i like it because i think it hits on the friendship thing and i like it from like the scientific world of like that's not what you do, like to another scientist. You're not like you're super good at this. Woo! Like,
0: it's not the academic world of compliments. Basically. Is what yeah. you're
1: <laughs> okay, uh, Barso, shoot it to somebody.
0: Ooh, I'm gonna go
3: with, uh...
4: Carrick. Boo. Correct. Uh, <laughs> tetsu's the best. I don't know what to say. All right, done. Carrick, uh, shoot okay. it to somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. So when I created Tetsu, I was like, hey, this is kind of the character I want to play, like the race and stuff. And then Waffles and I did some homebrewing of it and like brainstorming what what we wanted to do. But I was like, I don't want to know what I don't want to know. Like, I want this is kind of what his backstory could be. These 10 different options or shruggies i don't know this is what he is now um let's you know let's see what happens and so uh i you know as as playing tetsu i was like all right you know um i think i think he's gonna be he doesn't really have a huge mission here like he wants to you know be in the Starfinder because they're good people and he's never really been part of, like, a a group of, like, genuinely decent human beings. And he's like, hey, I can, you know, I can go into the Starfinders and maybe I can find some people that are also good people. And, yeah. I mean, it's gotten to null, yeah. so I'm kind of sus. But uh, <laughs> th- there's been a couple of moments throughout this adventure already where Tetsu's like, man, this is not at all what I was hoping for.
1: Karek um, almost retired Tetsu right then and there.
4: <laughs> Within I, so, all, I mean, so, it could have been. Yeah.
0: So I would say most recently, like, we could see your character conflict, like, w- with the fact that the queen got, like, taken. and For sure. And you were like, I, I have to do this thing or whatever. So that's definitely not the first time, like you said, that Tetsu's had that decision of, like, Originally well, I want to be at the Starfinder Society so I can be good and now look, this is a team of Starfinders that I'm doing supposed to be doing good for, and we're breaking in and Tibble and taking people out, which and, is okay, and, that's okay, that's good, because that I like Tibble and now Tetsu, the Queen.
4: So Tetsu's weird in that there's there's a big gray area with him. Like he actually likes people that do illegal shit, but like he would like the like the if you've ever watched Sons of Anarchy he would like a lot of those guys in that biker gang that are like they're bad. They definitely do bad things, but they're in general not terrible human beings.
0: And it's, so, it's, it's, sure, yeah. they're not evil. They're just it's all, do yeah. their own thing. It's almost
1: like the the Robin Hood mentality of like they do bad yeah. things for good reasons, like mm-hmm.
4: or or bad things to bad people, and it's whatever. Like, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. So so Tetsu doesn't. And kind of enjoys, like, the rugged side of life. That's why, you know, he stayed in the the ship when everybody was staying at this nice, fancy hotel. That's why he opted for looking out for Crick instead of trying to just go to a hospital to get his upgrades and stuff. Like, he's used to it, and he kind of, like, those are his people. So, um, but at the same time, like, he's trying to get something good out of the Starfinder Society. And kind of with, you know, some of the things we've done he didn't like leaving the queen for sure. Uh, and cause he felt like, Hey, I did what I could to help her. But at the same time, like she's done nothing wrong and there's no reason she should be in this situation because of shit we're doing. Um, so it's kind of our fault, my fault. And, you know, so it, it's, it's, he's had a rough time, but you know, and then, you know, his, his Dr. Duro is, uh, in a supermax prison and, even though tetsu's like i'm not a terrible person and yeah sure i have maybe some weird memories question mark uh i mean i'm probably not bad right i don't feel bad and if i was bad dr duro made me good so that's great and then he's like oh all right i might be a mass murdering warlord but no probably not
0: probably not me i have a i have a a, go ahead Uh, yeah i I was gonna
2: ask, ask a question does it does Tetsu want Dr. Duro back because of obligation or because of some sort of attach like, he doesn't want Dr. Duro so back du- he's not but, t- like
1: he just doesn't want Dr. Duro in jail right well like,
4: right he do- he doesn't want Dr. Duro in jail now that he knows Dr. Duro's in jail but like Tetsu's whole purpose in finding Dr. Duro was without going t- t- like t- too t- crazy oh. yeah it's it's stupid like it's not okay can, can, it's I, not can like,
1: I say it or do you want to keep it secret no
4: no yeah go ahead
1: Okay, uh, from from what I know, and you can correct me, obviously, but from it's what I know, correct. Tetsu's main reason for finding Doctor Duro is to say thank you and bye.
4: Yeah, that's Are you Tetsu. <laughs> Tetsu never really so back when Tetsu was like fixed, like he was he was this thing that got fixed. He he was better, and like he understood, like he had sentience. Like it wasn't like he's a robot, but like. He didn't really understand everything. Like, he hadn't been out in the world. He had just been with Dr. Duro in his, like, lab. And then he went out, dealt with the shithole that is Absalom's underworld, and also met some good people along the way. But, like, he's like, Dr. Duro, you made me a good person. I just want to say thanks and to meet you now that I kind of understand me. So, thank you. And that's literally all he wanted to do.
0: It seems... It seems surface level, but it's not. Like from sure, yeah. everything that you just said, like yeah, I mean, it, uh, I I haven't. It's not
4: deep for correct. sure, but like I mean, his interaction is not deep, but it comes from a deep place within him.
0: Right. Like I don't think Tetsu think is thinking of it as deep, but right. it's coming from somewhere. Like exactly what you just said. So so another deep hitting question that I have is, we don't really talk about how Tetsu looks all that much. I know that he's part android, but he's a uh, he's a cannibal, which is. Not a very common race no. at all, and in fact, a very um, uh,
4: they typically look hobgoblin, right? Like, it's, it's if in, like yeah. if you're gonna confuse it, most canoe um, s- it would be with hobgoblins, though they can be other things. But, um,
0: aren't they the um, specifically the like Japanese inspired um, yeah.
4: oni kind of yeah, well,
0: uh, oni, they're, that, they're, they're, kind they're, of they're, they're a mix between.
1: Oh,
4: Oni and hobgoblins. Yeah, mm-hmm. oni. Yeah, oni no, are the are, Japanese inspired creatures, um, and and hobgoblins are kind of like sort of similar.
0: Yeah, like cannibou is like oni in Starfinder lore mixed with hobgoblins. Right? Uh, like, if I think oni so.
4: mixed with something, usually hobgoblin. Usually got it. hobgoblin. Got it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, got it. Got it. Okay, so given that, but that, that there there are there are like a uh, well, like what monk butu. Was that we found right? Like they are like a pillaging, like fighting, roving kind of uh, people. Yeah. So you talk about how you're more comfortable uh, around those that are like willing to, you know, like like uh, the you didn't go to the hospital, you went to that to that dude. my best friend Crick, um, yes. and you yeah Craig and you you stayed at on the ship. How much of that is because like oh yeah these are my people, and how much of that is like potentially. Known or unknown to Tetsu, a discomfort of being in a different type of society because he doesn't think he fits.
4: I don't think it's so much he doesn't think he fits. He It might be discomfort, but like it's less of a he, he just he knows he's comfortable with it. And like he likes the more rustic side of things. So he just that's his vibe. Um, and he doesn't try like he doesn't try to. He likes the suits, but that's not he did not pick out a suit; it's just what fit being a bodyguard, and somebody helped pick out his suits. It's what he
0: was told to wear at some point, and now is just what you wear.
4: Uh, yeah, it was suggested to him to wear suits because they look better. Gotcha. He uh, looks dapper, tell you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you,
2: NPC. We don't know yet. Thank you for yeah. those. I was about to say, can, can I
1: sli- can I slightly spoil that one, or at yeah. least give my suggestion? I. I assume, and this was never decided by me and Carrick, but I I assume that that was Nira that that one day suggested or told him that he looked better in suits. And that is why Tetsu keeps that look.
4: Yeah, it was decided. I mean, that is what I've always said is because at the beginning, like I said... All of Tetsu's suits and stuff, like, have numbers to them. Like, he spends a lot of his day, like, everything's, like, numbered, like, got, like, in, like, little tag in the back. He's got, like, a one, two, whatever. And, like, Tetsu spends a lot of his time, like, on the ship when he's, like, when he's in his room. He's, like, chatting with people he knows. Because he can. Um, and is one of them. But, like, he goes shopping and she you picks out his clothes. To Nira now? Yeah. I mean, we got IMs, okay. man. Why not?
5: No, I yeah. didn't know that. that
4: yeah. That's 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 good. Space. I don't have to cast sanding to just bug <laughs> people. Space, dude. Yeah. But right. uh cool. yeah. So I would say Moat for next. Ah,
5: well how it started like is uh essentially, you know. Moat's been working as a mechanic under uh, uh a mentors tutelage for a while. It's just kinda, you know. Overachieving in certain areas, yet uh, really feeling, you know, there's more. There's more in the galaxy. There's more in the universe to explore. And um, back in their earlier days, they had seen all sorts of men- mentions of stuff and the drift and all sorts of crazy technologies that they hadn't seen in a while. So, uh, Starfinder Society was a perfect place to really get to explore that kind of stuff. So, um, on. The mentor's recommendation. Moat got into the whole thing with the Starfinder Society, and honestly, in Moat's opinion, things are going pretty decently. Like, I mean, dealing with some uh, some shitty people and some tough situations has been uh, difficult, but Moat's been generally enjoying it. Uh, I mean, the hardest it got for Moat was with the. Uh, adaptation serum um when they got affected by that and uh if there's anything that has been like a uh even close to a character moment for moat a realization of any kind um it would be that moat was sitting there thinking you know what i don't even know what i am but i don't want to be something different so getting (laughs) cured from it was still like a big thing so uh uh yeah moat didn't want Given- to be stuck in some sort of changing situation moat's comfortable sure. in their skin you
0: mo, uh you said they don't know what they are do mm-hmm. they know that they are a gray like not really in terms of not I really mean, but do they know i'm not humble we talk yourself, about starfinder bro. lore and we talk we talk about Starbinder lore and we talk about how the gray race as a whole is not received very well. um, Right. Are they aware of that part?
5: Uh, They're aware of that, uh, of the way that when they were, um, I guess at the point where their memories start, uh, they are, they were just not received. Well, people were very hesitant to, um, you know, interact with moat and that's why moat wears the mask is because people were never wanting to be around moat. So putting a mask on, wearing uh, clothing, all things different from what any gray typically does in um, Starfinder lore because they don't wear anything. They do not emote. They only talk telepathically, but moat wanted to be comfortable being around others and, actually enjoys living in the moment so uh, being able to just kind of integrate with society is what Mo enjoys um, but uh, as far as what they are they haven't really looked into it um, I mean I'm sure the term Grey has been thrown around and Mo may have heard it at some point but really Grey is Moat isn't that interested in learning more about being a gray because all of Moat's experience with being what they originally were without being able to express their personality is kind of shitty. Everybody hates it. So um, Moat doesn't really care. Moat is much more interested in technology and advancement than anything to do with their race in particular. For sure.
0: I remember distinctly the moment where you had to take your mask off and use it to... um, House Grace. To power... Yeah, to power Grace. And I remember Moat being very, like, ornery to us as a party when they didn't have the mask on. Mm -hmm. So, two-part question. How much of that was because they felt that they couldn't express themselves and it was frustrating? Or how much of that was them worrying... That we would react badly to them. Little, Does that make sense? A, little
5: A, little B, honestly. Like, um, obviously, we were still, like, newly formed as a group at that point. So, um, yeah, Moat has not had experience in years dealing with anybody uh, using their own face. So, uh, that's not something they want to experience again. It's just... It's kind of the worst when someone hates you for what you look like or uh, what they think you might be like. So there's that. And then not being able to express themselves is also really unfortunate. Um, Being able to talk telepathically is fine, but not having
0: the primary form of communication like
5: that. That sucks. Mode hates it.
0: Has that changed at all in terms of uh, the comfortability with the group of of like... The fact that we know you're a gray and like we've still treat you the same and that kind of stuff.
5: Not necessarily. Um, If Moat was forced to not use the mask, it would still be a uh, an ornery Moat. But um, I mean, that may change at some point. Moat might feel a little bit more comfortable, but um, that remains to be seen.
1: Yeah, for I mean, for all intents and purposes, like I know it's been. 40 podcast episodes, 20 sessions, but you guys have been together for a couple two weeks, weeks, maybe, tops. right? Yeah. Maybe a month
2: uh, with travel. I think it's like three yeah, we weeks. Yeah, we've had
0: some handful of days traveling yeah. and then stuff, so yeah, but but that's still only a, a collection of weeks. Yeah. So that that, that puts forever. it in perspective mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you always got that argument of like, it's a long time because we've been in a life or death situations, so you got like, mm-hmm. so like three weeks is still. A little more than three weeks because you guys are saving each other's lives, but like, it's still three. We're shooting you know? like too.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah in ter- in terms of, of of like interaction, like life or death situations, kind of speeds up certain amounts of trust and communication. So I would say it's like knowing somebody for two months. Yeah, but that's yeah. still not yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yep. yeah. And like, especially compared of... to, sorry, go ahead.
3: Oh, a lot of like our time between destinations is just kind of hauled up in our rooms doing something or other i don't think there's like a lot of like
0: hey man how's it going what do you want to play some smash bros (laughs) i i I would like to maybe take the time to 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 designate that a little mm. bit more because i do think that we we have like communal times where we're like in common spaces together at random times but like yeah at at random times
1: but like i i get what varso saying is at least I've kind of got the feel of y'all on the ship that everyone just kind of does their own thing. Maybe y'all eat dinner together, but then Doctor mm-hmm. Lin's not eating. Like right. it,
0: zaha, doesn't eat, zaha what, doesn't eat with y'all either. Exactly. By the way. So
1: exactly. like it's a, it's it's a weird. It's almost a self fulfilling prophecy that like everyone's yeah. gonna do their own thing because you all have your own things. Yeah. Like,
5: oh, one hold on, wait,
0: one wait. side <laughs>
1: note about
5: eating. Sorry, I I just want to throw you you know, out this out, this go out go there. Too. I have no idea how grays eat, so I just <laughs> assume mouth, that. Mo- technically, I, I have no I idea think, with kasatha either. I I think they. I don't know if they have a mouth. Yeah, like I assume. Like, why is everybody Mo just a blends every? I assume moe just Way blends the, the food and has like a tiny like insert hole just to suck it down through a straw, <laughs> and that's how moe eats <laughs> everything. And like. There was one episode when we were taking drinks and mo- pulled out a straw and drank beer through a straw. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think it cut.
0: <laughs> yeah, up to a point, I think like like I we Cursed. sat at a bar at the Casata place at, at on the Adari, and like I was slamming drinks back, but like that is through like she doesn't take her her thing off in 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 front of y'all, like because Casatas cover their mouths in in society. So she's yeah. waterboarding herself. And with I beer. looked this up. <laughs> I'm assuming if there's technology, I don't fucking know, man. Also, a straw. I, don't I mean, know. I, yeah, I can, I can definitely turn.
1: like cuz the culture is not to show your mouth. I can assume technology has come out that allows you to drink through your mask. Like you, you bring it up to a part in the mask that acts as a mouth, puts it into your mouth, et cetera, et cetera. Like
2: right.
0: <laughs> the, the like yeah, mask like a mouth. It's like <laughs> it's like a
1: it's like a bane it's like a bane mask except that actually siphons liquid.
2: Or, like, it has a little teleport no, 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 spell no, no, in no, the straw the that just, like, teleports, <laughs> like, the liquid into your system.
0: The, I, and I have, like, looked at this in depth in forums, by the way, and have not found anything. Yeah. But but uh, the thing that I've kind of established for myself with Kasata, which it might come in play, by the way, for, like, our communal, like, family, family meals together and things like that. Um, I'm assuming, like, if Kasatas don't show their mouths, like, maybe family units eat together or something like that. But I'm assuming that the way I kind of, like, I thought about it is the preparation of food that becomes the family bonding moment, like, an in, incasata like homes. So, like, you come together and you talk about your day while you're making meals, and then when the food is ready, whether that's, like, you have guests or whatever, like, that's a private thing. Potentially. I don't know. I'm trying to see how that would work in, in that kind of how, a culture. How was your day, but, Tetsu? So, I, I would assume Oh,
4: I just stood around <laughs> on the ship playing with the foxes. Cool.
0: So, I just... <laughs> I imagine that that, that she try to, tries to strive for like communication in those moments, at least for her, because that's sure. what she's used to. But anyways, it's not th- At least
3: me. three of the two people aren't eating most meals together, so like, yeah, they are mean. just sitting there during communal dinner
4: time, or not having it. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> just I mean, just does everybody leave and... because they don't like my food?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's fine.
4: I will be shoving <laughs> up my phone later, so. you I walked in on Dr. Len once, he sat on my food. Does that mean he doesn't like it?
2: If if I knew that, there'd be at least a couple times where he'd be like, Can you change the shape of the food?
0: Like, he'd be trying to prank like Dr. Len at you, least once with like sharp, be... sharp food. Just to be like <laughs> I want this to be very well known, which is that Varso decided that Dr. Len wears fucking pants. Yeah. Okay? Because Syphizoans, as a regular, are just jellyfish and would probably just ingest food in front of people. Yeah. This is Varso yeah, no. doing this to himself. Var-
4: Varso had a very specific image which just speaks to the fragile mind that is within that skull.
3: Yes. <laughs> this was all oh, part man. of it. Anyways, I want
2: well,
0: buttons. Make it so we're,
4: just no, isolating
2: was... our, we're just finding weird ways to isolate ourselves more and more. Just like more obtuse ways of isolating <laughs> ourselves. I,
4: I make a character that specifically wants to cook for everybody and everybody eats in the room sulking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now I got to make Coop yeah. throw it to somebody.
5: So. Well, There's one person. Uh, like let's you. hear how our rock boy uh, is doing.
2: <laughs> rock lobster. Okay, so where we started where we are right now and where we're going and then like possible future stuff. Basically. Uh, Yeah. So where Eisen started was basically as a servant, right? Like he's, he's a high class military bodyguard for one particular person. And then due to circumstances that we won't get into, he had to get basically political asylum. Um, Due to the fact of a bunch of uh, shimmering uh, political shenanigans, he he had to flee the planet, flee everything he knew and loved, and go to the only people that he thought would be even halfway decent to him, which was the Starfinder Society. And then they basically gave him the runaround and made him go through a number of trials to prove his worth, to even get him through the door to have a consultation. Uh, which made him extremely closed off in terms of how he acted and how he treated others. Like in, You'll see in that very first st- session, he said, I'm a killer. I'm just here to kill things until I can get in the door. Like That's how he handled himself. And then okay. as time has moved on, I've sort of realized he's much less of a killer than I thought he would be. Like he He's actually very emotionally aware in a way that I wasn't prepared for, that he uses different like insights or his like background as a bodyguard to understand people in a way that I don't think he was even aware that he did on a daily basis. Otherwise,
4: I thought that was uh, your like way reading of saying body he language, can't reading people. kill things.
2: No, no, like, th- that's that's a different discussion we can have, that he he is starting to struggle with the fact that whatever is going on, or what he believes is whatever is going on with his body has hampered his skills, and the fact that we're coming against, like, monsters that are above and beyond, and that he can't necessarily face them, makes him feel like he is not holding up his, like, traditional values as a bodyguard, necessarily, at all points, And it's just like hammering home his own insecurities as to why he left in the first place. That this is a situation that he can't necessarily handle, and he needs to get whatever is going on with himself personally handled as quickly as possible.
0: And because you hear that, Dr. Land, quick. Well, I guess
2: I'll
3: put you on the patient list, but I've got a lot of people.
2: (laughs) Because in many ways, it's very interesting, like, the way we wrote our characters, because Aizen is very much terrified that, like, he's going to transform into something, like, six years down the line, that's going to be out of his control. Like, he doesn't know what's going to happen to him, like, any span of time, uh, like, he doesn't know if something's going to happen tomorrow, the next day, a month from now. And he's just waiting for that next foot to drop where something happens horrible to him and he loses himself
0: even more. Aizen is the missing piece to stabilize the adaptation <laughs> theorem, calling right, it now. Very, very, boom. 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 Boom.
2: But because <laughs> of all that insecurity and because of everything he's bottled up, he... Especially after like, in my head, he spent six years before uh, six months before the campaign started, just trying to get everything together, kind of like figuring out how to get to the society, how everything works. And then we have the month with the party. at the, At this point, seventh month, seven months in he's starting to feel really homesick right like he's starting to crave that connectivity that he had with his homeland that, that he still loved like he didn't he didn't leave because things were bad back home he left because he thought he would make things bad
4: i miss rock world yeah.
0: i want to go and, back be- and, i mean it's a very unique world that i'm i'm sure like it, you don't like if, if you grew up like in the adari and you went to Castravel, right okay well there's 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 Points where you can be like, oh, this reminds me of home. This is water. This is a lake or something like that. You have a very unique homeland that isn't replicatable in any form, right?
2: And more than that, it, it, and it's, it's the people that he misses, right? That's why I wanted the unique
0: society. Too. Yeah, that's
2: why I wanted to have that da- dance scene so bad was because he learned to dance specifically for one person, right? Like Eisen is very oh. much specifically like his whole thing is kind of a love story in many ways. That like he he misses the people that he loved and that he cared for and that he basically lived with for every, like from the time he was born till the time he left, he had a very specific place in the society and he knew where that was and he was very comfortable there. And he was very, you know, he loved everything about that. And so having that ripped away from him is very much like, sent him adrift in many ways. And that's why uh-huh. he pushes so hard on... Uh-huh. <laughs> so you'll notice that he gets very dismissive to Zeha in, in, in many little ways, little snippets, little digs. He gets... It gets very hard for him to distinguish when Zeha is acting and what he expects of her because he knew somebody back home who he loves, who he feels he can... Does what she does better, Right. There, there is a- the
4: it. How do you feel about Those are that?
0: fighting words, but interesting. Oh, <laughs> right? So oh.
4: that—that's why he. You know, that, imagine like imagine Zaha, but like good. But like.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> he
2: he knows that it, it's like he is aware enough with his own mentality to know that that's rose-colored glasses, and that he is projecting that person onto you in some ways and he doesn't like that but he is can't
0: it, is it just because i've i'm uh also of like the high society e like i come from that a little bit like so there's some and
2: your are you like your background of... stories are very similar like there, there's a lot of like if you were to map each other's tracks like there'd be a lot of weird similarities I was born into the yeah that, like it yeah, all it or... all makes like it all connects things and then
0: um so w- giving your homesickness with the with like everything that you said that you you're been sent adrift and that you're you're doing this as a form of like a, a job um has I know we just talked about how short of a time frame this really has been but are you seeing that shift a little bit into like a group dynamic that you have somewhere that you are a part of or is it not there yet it's he he has
2: made connections and like i said he is surprisingly well adapted picking up like different emotional cues like he's not good at like picking up when someone is happy or sad but like he understands different emotional things uh in an interesting way that I wasn't familiar with so in terms of like the team dynamic itself he he has fit everyone into kind of roles of like okay he's the doctor he's the technician she's the diplomat and he's able to like based off of the job roles and how people act He's kind of said, "Okay, this person is good at what they do. This is where this person struggles. Made I can a character help this person that For each that way. of us, basically,
4: it looks <laughs> vaguely similar to character sheets we all have.
2: Yes, and and he is very comfortable with knowing what everyone can do, and so he doesn't feel like he needs to push. Like he knows if he has a problem, I go to this person, or like. And so it's not so much a personal dynamic as much more of like a workplace dynamic with connections of like, I like this person, they are quick and they do their job well, and th- they clearly struggle. So I don't want to like, I want to help them be the best person they can be in that moment. Right. Like, but it's not so much personal, like he wouldn't go home and go drinking necessarily unless it was, well, unless th- this person calms down, they'll be bad at their job. Right. It's, it's sure. that Except kind of transformation. Yeah. Yeah. It it's very interesting because Tetsu and Aizen kinda of get each other. When Tetsu says something, Aizen almost always, at least internally, agrees with what Tetsu yeah. is. Yeah. It's not it. Like, totally to decided, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> at the at the end of the day, you're both muscle. Like you it, exactly you, you, you're, you're, you,
0: think, you think with those same things. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're okay, both okay. protector All right. types. Uh, right. In terms of where it's going, like where where I want to see it go, I'm interested to see what happens when people actually dig into Aizen, right? Because he's very much job-oriented or like he's Could. very cold and very direct in the way that he handles there's, things. There's only, a one person, the rock.
4: Yeah. there's only one person in this group who's going to dig into Aizen. <laughs> uh, except Dr. Len might with a chisel, but only yeah. Zeha is going to dig into <laughs> who Aizen is. Cause Tetsu doesn't care about like, he specifically just cares about like actual interactions with people. He doesn't care about anybody's history or their shit. Like it doesn't matter right. to him.
0: Can I, can I ask why you think that? Like, I'm
4: very curious. Cause you, in, in, in and out of character, Zayat is always trying to under like discover, like understand people like a specific person. like,
0: You want to know
4: Yeah, you want to know like the cultural like you you you're interested in that, whereas like I don't see Dr. Len Dr. Len's the next person I would see maybe digging into it, but I don't think so. Moat might poke around because Moat's curious, but like in more of a superficial fuck around kind of way. I don't know that Moat necessarily cares about the political intrigue stuff, yeah. But and and uh, Tetsu just doesn't. Like he just cares I about see how Dr. he deals with people.
1: I could see Doctor Lin doing it if he found out, uh, like medical things about Aizen that
4: made him interesting. Sure. Yeah, right.
3: yeah, I agree with that. that, that's,
4: like, why, mm-hmm. that that's why. That's why Doctor Lin's my number two and would dig into Aizen. But like
0: the only. The reason I would do so in is if, and this is a little bit sad, and I think this is something that that she hasn't realized in herself yet. But I think the only reason I would be digging for anything like that is so that I know how to talk to him, right? To how in in blunt terms, and how to manipulate him. Right. I know how, what I should like say or do. I know what matters to him, so that I can. Do what needs to be done. So
1: Zaya's a bard. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
0: I, <laughs> I, she did I, I think she's more. only been trained to to manipulate in her own little way, For and sure. she's only been in Ramsem Ten circles where everybody around her was competition. Like I don't think she knows how to have friends.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I love about this party. I think each character kind of has their own, like, in my opinion, major downfall. Like, at the end of the I'm day, Zeha is a great character that can do a lot of things. Yet, at the end of the day, she just wants to manipulate people. And she doesn't even know it. Right. Like, And each right. character has that own thing for themselves.
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're going to go into a quick Q&A. Uh, I, I think we got a lot of our questions out during that character thing, so I'm going to ask the question in chat we got from Jim. And then I want to get into some super quick conspiracy theories i'm gonna keep like a timer on this and then them we're gonna call it question from jim i really like it was there a sudden clarity moment where you discovered something deep about your character uh i'll, I'll put i'll throw a little addendum onto the end of that where i think the question is going where you discovered where you discovered something deep about your character like that you didn't really expect to be there ready set let's keep it quick Go, Zaya.
0: Um, okay, a hundred percent. When I first built her as a character, I thought she was going to be like, yes, hoity-toity, like, like, oh, I'm, I'm the best, I'm amazing, because that's how she was brought up, and I thought that she would be badass all the way through. Like, if that makes sense. Like, oh, sure, no, no shit's given. I'm gonna do what I have to do to get this, and she surprised me by the. I think this was in the lab. Um, when everybody was dying around her and she had to like kill this thing which was disgusting and totally not like (laughs) her jam um she did it she killed him and she was really shook up afterwards like we didn't fully go into it too much but she was basically um having like a panic attack internally and like froze up and stuff um and and that it, it came very naturally to me, like it like it was definitely the next step, like she did this, this is the situation 100%. She wasn't ready for this. Like, I thought she was ready for a lot. I thought she was ready for this mission, and she wasn't ready for that. So that definitely took me by surprise. And it made me realize that she was a big baby inside. <laughs> like she's been groomed to be the best the next Madaloon. she has to be perfect and she doesn't even allow herself to see that she is not that if she's scared or she's not ready like she's not allowed to be and she hasn't allowed herself to be
1: can i'm gonna ask a follow-up question to that uh again let's try to keep super quick answers but my wonder to that is is the re so she's obviously brought up to be perfect like you said is the reason that she has allowed herself to see that she isn't perfect is because she is put beside people that are actually good at what they do. Like, so, so, like, Tetsu, so like, Tetsu and Aizen are good muscles and killers. Moat is a good hacker. Dr. Lin's a good medical person. So, like, it would be hard for, like, has Zaha realized it's hard for her to be perfect, be better at everything than everyone because she's been put against good people now?
0: No. No. Um I I think this is like oh this is they can do that too. I better I better brush up on my skill and get even better. Gotcha. Like like she she's not admitting to herself that she's not the best at that kind of stuff. Like when it comes to muscle, I think a little bit more, like she doesn't want to kill and therefore she's like but you know it's not like oh yeah, they're better at me than that. It's I have no interest in that. You know
2: for what
1: sure. I mean? like, for you sure. You know what I
0: mean? Like she that's how she tells herself it anyways. So I'm not yeah. Okay. Nephew
1: uh let's go moat same question was there a sudden clarity moment where you discovered something deep about your character
5: uh i tried to put that in with mine so yeah that's um um the moment of the adaptation serum really taking hold like realizing like that moat actually did care that um they still wanted to be themselves even though like that what they are is hated by others like it's still that's still moat.
1: Like I thought that that was my favorite line that you said was like, even though they don't know what they are, they want to still be it. They don't want to be something different.
3: mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah.
5: Heck yeah. Yeah. So, so that coming to like light was like, okay, yeah, that, that kind of solidifies a little bit about more how moat feels about things. And then, um, I also wasn't exactly sure how moat would handle, uh, not having the mask, so being very touchy about it was also a in the moment. Yeah, this makes sense for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Eisen.
2: Uh, two things: his alignment. I thought he was going to be chaotic good, and he's slowly been rising up the scale of like neutral good towards a little bit more like lawful good to neutral good, which I found sure. surprising. Uh, and the other thing is, I didn't expect him to feel so much guilt. Like, he feels a lot of guilt to letting uh, Moat get grabbed that way and not being able to protect him. And, like, the same thing with that starfish thing. Like, there's a lot of guilt there of, like, I wasn't able to do my job and that hurts. You were too weak.
0: I think... Up until now, you've been trained to protect one person, and now all of a sudden, you're dealing with a lot more chaos factors. Yeah. Right. That, yeah, and one person that he was raised with
2: and was able to, like, know the skills of perfectly. Like, they were so in sync in that moment of, like, Yeah, sure. yeah
0: you can expect what somebody you've grown up with is going to do in, in a heated moment. You're like, Okay, no, I know I know that they're going to go for cover, so I can do this, right? Like, and you don't know all right. what all uh, we're going to yeah, do. Like, right. not,
1: not to get too spoilery, but like, you literally, for all intents and purposes, grew up one, bred for a job, two, beside the person that you were supposed to protect. Like, you literally grew up, like, hand-in-hand yeah. hand with the person you were supposed to protect, so you know everything about them, how they act, and then you're shoved into a group and you gotta protect four people.
0: Yeah, exactly. Three people. Interesting. Four people. It's uh, That you're blaming yourself, too. That That's cool. That's good insight.
4: Okay. Uh... Okay. Boo. Um... That surprised me about Tetsu, uh, I, I guess, I know Tetsu's capable of it, but, like, having a character that so perfectly, uh, kind of epitomizes what Tetsu despises in a person so quickly appear in the campaign, like, Nanal is a perfect person who Tetsu, one thing that, like, I know about Tetsu is he enjoys fighting, he, he. He enjoys, like, the combat side of things. Even though he doesn't like hurting people, he likes the fight. Um But, like, Nanal's not anybody he would ever fight. And so he can't do anything about her. And she's a terrible person in his eyes. And
0: to have... You got immediately put against... Something I
4: can't do anything someone about. Someone
0: political. Yeah political mm-hmm. yeah like all of a sudden politics <laughs> yeah
4: like at least with like uh and we've seen him a little bit with like Kaz uh, Tetsu could do something about it in a way like there's an aspect to it that Tetsu's unable to deal with but like he could go out in a blaze of glory against Kaz but sure. against Nanal he's like she's not done anything in which I can just I would feel able to go after her and like yeah. do harm.
0: If I shoot her, I'm the bad yeah. guy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of it. That's like, what I
4: was about.
1: That's what I was about to ask you. At the end of the day, if if Tetsu did kill Kaz, he would probably feel justified. But if tomorrow no in, the, yeah, if tomorrow in the story he killed Nanal, how would Tetsu feel?
4: Terrible. Yeah. T- absolutely terrible. But he would he would feel worse than terrible because he would also there would be, I think. We, especially now that like i have an idea of what waffles may be intended for tetsu's story waffles and i would probably have a conversation in which i ask if tetsu remembers anything because he might be like i enjoyed that i enjoyed that and i hate that i enjoyed that but maybe maybe i'll enjoy that like who knows like that that could lead tetsu oh, down like, like the anakin point, path when you know mm-hmm <laughs>
0: Interesting, sure. interesting. Then I like, go after unlocked. the
4: younglings and I kill everybody and it'll be great.
0: Master Tensu, take it again.
4: back, oh, baby! Is back, right.
2: baby. <gasps> we have Dr. a good lightsaber battle between us at, like on a volcano.
4: I'd win, hands down. <laughs>
3: You're my brother, Tetsu. Lin. Uh Jellyfish so, me. Um,
4: Don't sit on us.
3: I'd say like, I'm like, kind of it's something I was talking about earlier, but really the best thing I think of is, um, like when Zeha first tried to, like, get close to, like, Dr. Wen, and I realized, like, it's not something I had thought of until that moment, like, trying to figure out how he'd re- react, but I'd be like, huh, this guy would have major trust issues. Like, ah, now go away, Zeha, I don't, I don't like you. Like, and, and I'm a big <laughs> fan of, like.
0: But he's never, and he's never said that, because he is polite. Like, he he's, tries to remain polite, but professional. But also... Yeah, exactly.
3: Even though it's very, like... Like, jaunting. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's... It's okay. simple, but that's how I like... That's... I, I like realizing stuff about your character after you've made them. Like, that sort of thing. For
1: sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go through mine real quick for everyone because the second part says uh Jim says Space Daddy version of this question. <laughs> Was there a moment when you saw a character growth moment? Uh, I'm gonna go through mine for each... Character, real quick, and I'm just gonna say the moment, not say what I actually think behind it that entails anything.
2: No. no. Uh, for
1: Zeha, it was the shocking grasp on the plant inside the laboratory. For Aizen I honestly think it was the dance. For Moat, I think it was removing their mask. For Doctor Lin, I think it was getting denied his medical license,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and for Tetsu, I think it was finding out that Doctor Duro was in jail slash the Monk Butu thing. I think it was both of those in tandem, like back to back. That because like if Doctor like if it just becomes a Doctor Duro thing, I think Tetsu's like, nah, he's not in jail. That's not real. But then you get the monk butu stuff coming up twice, like back to back within probably a week of game time, and I think it, I think it, I think it plays a little differently out in Tetsu's head. So those are mine.
4: I I do look forward to Tetsu uh, now that he's on the ship and we're leaving, uh, hubbling a little bit. Because <laughs> for sure, you got to imagine. Yeah, I think all of us have
0: so much yeah. hubbling to do. That the.
1: the top two things I have, like, I have them down in my notes that I expect to happen, and I've had one in my notes for a long time is there's, like, three of y'all that have contacts that y'all want to contact out like, far away that just hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. And I've just been sitting, I'm like, I'm It's ready? not me, right? All right, right. right,
4: let's go. I'm not
0: one of uh, no, I, It's I don't me. think yeah. you,
1: I think Zeha I... actually has one to two. Uh,
0: What's the second one?
1: You have one from the Shirin... Uh, that was the the, 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 the the university.
0: Arcanum. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then you also had talked about wanting to contact your Starfinder person, your uh Starfinder contact, the old man, old uncle dude.
0: Oh right, 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 right.
1: Uh, Eisen gave Doctor Lin a, a contact. If I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, rest. Dr.
4: Len I, probably yep. yeah. filed that away. You know, we've been very busy. <laughs> I've been um, trying to save the world. Uh, that would have never come up yep. if it was never mentioned. Probably still so, won't.
2: No, I was oh, going to. Trust so. me, this it will this, come up. It's just a matter of eyes and pushing.
4: Well, right. This next yeah, session. I, this next I know session.
1: these things and time is ticking. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, time
4: has passed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: time has passed all right last thing i know it's very late but i want to know this from everybody let's try to keep it quick conspiracies for the future and or where you think the story is going i am (laughs) probably just gonna smile the whole time i'm not these aren't questions or anything i want to hear all y'all's thoughts on and it can be anything pick something if you like if it's it can be the entire story adaptation serum and everything
0: No, varsa has got it
1: yeah or it can be like (laughs) I think Nenal is doing this. I think Daire is doing this. I think the Ramson tin. I think Doctor Duro is blah blah blah. Just pick one thing and decide where you think it's going. I'm going to go backwards this time, Doctor Lin.
3: Nice. Uh, so I think uh, my first conspiracy is I think that um, that Nenal is like working with the Vesk and stuff. I really don't know what's going, going on with like the Skittermander and Vesk, but I think Nenal is part of that. And my second one is that. Um, Bolga
2: is the is the chairwoman of Telus Corporation. I'm calling it now. <laughs> the chairman of the Telus Corporation. All right.
1: Wait,
2: who? Bolga. Bolga. Oh Elena. Elena. yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, <laughs> uh,
1: for anyone amazing. that doesn't, for anyone that doesn't know that, that's our uh, time is past campaign. Feel free I to go catch. listen and find out who Bolga Lena is. <laughs>
0: The, shout out to you, Bree. Yep. Shout, shout out, out to you. To we love you. W- <laughs> no, waffles, waffles. Borderlands no,
1: was a PC. You'll have to figure that out yourself.
0: If if hypothetically... <laughs> I mean, you can also look at our uh, our MS Paint story. That's true. Hi-
4: <laughs> hypothetically, if this is true, we got to try to get Bree to just come back for one BBEG session to kill us all.
1: Oh my God.
3: I hope so. that
4: hypothetically, amazing. True. All right.
1: Still going backwards. Carrot.
4: I didn't expect me. Um... <laughs>
0: As much (laughs) as I
4: would love Nanal to be the exactly what Varso said, 20% of me think so, but I don't think so. And it really upsets me so much. I think she's kind of what we are presented as just like a douchey person kind of on our side. Um, But I do think, you know, I think uh, there's some. What was it? I mean, ob- obviously cause con and them have been working together. I think there's, I think cause is going to be like our first, uh, like BBEG that we take on. I think that's probably going to be our first, like super fight, uh, is taking down that group because I think they're kind of like the dumb muscle and we're not dumb muscle. Cause cause is not dumb muscle, but he's got a lot of dumb muscle under him. Um, and the Vesk and them work for, work for cause uh and they might they might be kind of like a special team that cause doesn't really control but like is working with and so i think the vesk and them are going to be reoccurring bad guys that if we don't you know we we maybe will kill them but like i think that's one of the ones where waffles is hoping we have a lot of fights with them and they keep getting away just enough and so you can keep pulling them out every time, so I could just, so we could just flex on them every every couple of months, and just be like, <laughs> we're this fucking I badass. Think,
0: I think at most it's one more time. I think that we're we're due for a, inter- a, a altercation. I, with, th- I think we're due for an altercation,
4: but I think I think that Skittermander's is gonna fuck us again. That's why we gotta focus, Skittermander.
0: You know, I know I, we no, do. No, no, but I hear still. you. I hear you. Like we we have the I, next, the next meetup is definitely a full fledged altercation. Right. That's what yes, I
4: think. I agree. I think the next one's most, most certainly a full fledged. I mean, I think this one was meant to be, but like we noped out of there in a good way. Like we did well in noping out of there, but like, cause Waffles yep. I fully expected was thinking this was going to be a fight, but uh, yeah. So I, I think, I think Waffles has another one planned at some point in the future and he's hoping that he's able to get them away. Like it's not critical that they do, but I think he wants them to real bad. I can see that. Yeah.
1: It's all based on dice rolls. Alright, no, still going backwards, Isaac.
2: Okay, so I have two conspiracy theories. One, Grace's not actually an AI, she's some sort of like encapsulated intelligence oh, of some other kind. <laughs> Like, Always I'm pretty vulgar. sure that's
0: fact <laughs> like, like, I don't even think that's a conspiracy theory I think that's fact
2: <laughs> Like a, a deity or something Like in a box that got somehow like <gasps> It's Sarenrae like, like, No
0: thing.
4: this one's way too smart
2: It's Aaron Sarenrae oh, Which is why I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see what happens With the information that Aizen put in the box Before we left to do the Castorbell stuff It's going to be it's very so interesting creepy, to see what too. comes out of that stuff <laughs>
4: Uh, Eisen, Eisen, did uh, give Grace a little, a here, little bit. Here's your USB yeah. stick. <laughs> <laughs> USB and chill. Here, enjoy.
2: Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was. We're sticking you in a box in a wall where you'll be isolated for days. And I think you might be somewhat intelligent. This is an
4: ancient AI that has slumbered aeons away. Okay, hey, you put a you USB lonely? stick in with yeah. your baby pictures. Chill out, yeah. man.
2: Regar- regardless uh, <laughs> my second theory and i think the more interesting one i think the adari is going to turn out to be one of the bbegs like yeah, probably. the whole like the entire adari is going to turn against us at some point point. It. i be don't think the entire
4: i nope. think i think a chunk of it i think we're going to have to kill off like half of zehas people
2: it's going to be it's going to be interesting please no
5: <laughs> mass genocide all right
2: not um all right
5: Cool. Ironically for me, uh, both things kind of coincide with what uh, Mystic was just saying. Um, just Since it was the last one, the uh, uh, the Adari, like, when we were getting lore about that, like, we got lore that said that, or Mo specifically got lore that said that uh, originally the Kasatha were planning on taking over Akitin, um but because of the time it took uh technology had advanced far enough in Aquitaine where it wouldn't be like an easy thing for them but I still think there's some level of they want to take over something and if it happens to be Aquitaine or another uh planet that might that might happen at some point um so we might have some uh So
0: just just to clarify that is that is starfinder lore right just so you yeah know. but waffle okay. okay. totally like like that is like, pact worlds lore
1: that that doesn't matter. That it's Starfinder lore. Like I don't want no. y'all. To, I don't want y'all no. to latch onto like it's Starfinder lore. It's Waffle lore. What I will say that like everyone would know as characters, and this isn't to dissuade any kind of conspiracy theories, because obviously shit can go down. But the Pact Worlds is a. It's a pact, and the Adari is part of it. It's a planet, basically. Like, and so like if the Adari attacks somebody War. in the Pact Worlds, it is assumed or known that every other person of the pact would attack the Adar.
5: Co- well, it's obvious Coop. they're working with the Telus Corporation, but um, yeah. second conspiracy theory is um, uh, with Grace. Uh, Grace is D.O.W. Tech.
4: Yeah,
2: that's
5: interesting.
4: Real quick, real quick. Coop, you got my hopes up because I just thought of this. I'm hoping Nanal, it's, it's raised to 40% Nanal is a bad guy because I think Nanal is over there plotting with them to do what you were saying, like take over a planet because they are... She's like, yo, I got this ab- dat- adaptation serum. Let's use it on this planet and take it over. And right, that's the That was there. the meaning, you know? Yeah, there's
2: definitely a thing
4: they there. They know it's All the
2: right. figure. <laughs> oh, that would be <laughs> like so like satisfying said, on every... I, like I think it's Zaha's Lena. mom specifically who's the problem, so what will just okay, okay, have to remove... let's remove Zaha's yeah. mom.
1: <laughs> Remi- reminder to everyone listening: uh, the Lena, DOW, hooded figure stuff, all from Time Has Past. Uh, the reason it's coming up is because.
5: Waffles is a maniac. Grace is pre-gap. Spoilers for
1: Time Has Past, but yeah, one, Grace is pre-gap, and two, at the end of Time Has passed they basically caused the gap.
0: Whoops. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Um. Okay. So to jump on the Grace bandwagon, I also 100% believe she's not just AI. Um, if she's pre-gap technology, I think that she is. I think what makes the most sense is tied to religion in some way, um, because of like all the amount of changes that that occurred. So I think I think there's something in there. Uh, that's that's more than just an AI, and that it's like blocked or hacked or or needs to be unlocked. Um, so I think half the stuff that we're doing is to unlock extra components of grace. Like, that's that's what I think. Um, two, as much as I joke and hate on, on Dare Tuma, my theory, because the most recent lore drop that we got was the uh, Nanal messaging um, Dare and somebody else, if I recall. Oh, um, yeah. oh, yeah. So I think that Dare is involved... And in way over her head, so I don't think there is is like being a villain here at all. I think she is being manipulated. Like, like she's just like, "Hey, you want your chance at at success and stuff like that? You wanna you wanna beat Zeha? Like, do this for me." So I I, I think she's she's just being used <laughs> um, by Nanal. So Nanal is sus as fuck. Um, I think that there's. Now that you know, there's somebody on the council, on the Rumsen Ten Council, who is Starfinder. I think all of that has something to do with my grandmother. All right.
4: Your grandma was killed in a plot to take over the Eldari, to send them on a great crusade for a planet to, to use the adaptation theorem, steal
0: the adaptation yeah. theorem.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <She> <laughs> what do we actually right. know about her?
0: Like, like we joke she's the the opera
2: singer from The Fifth Element, but what is, like, her actual terms of her death? Was it, like, a mysterious thing, or was it actually full Fifth Element? She got Russian. Like,
3: Food poisoning uh, from her So, adults.
0: her death, publicly known, was a tragic death, way too young. It was a deemed an accident, um, as far Sus. as I know. But was it during a performance, or was it it was it was during a yeah, performance so what happened full fifth element then yeah well, uh, well it
1: was a accident during a performance um
0: heart it attack it
1: was no it was it was not natural causes it was it was deemed in the news a like an an almost unknown act of terrorism Bas- basically like how how it is is the the building collapsed like we don't know how like we can't even, we didn't even find a bomb you know but you know this building isn't supposed to collapse at this time we built it five years ago. like blah blah blah
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so definitely because the famous murdered.
0: entertainer diva yeah. was yeah basically you could just <laughs> mur-
4: uh, murdered was right. murdered <laughs> yeah
1: mur- murdered but deemed a tragic accident because they don't have a suspect like yeah, no evidence you don't you, don't, you right. don't just say murdered and then right, and well, I and
4: have that's... a suspect waffles
0: it was Ninal. No,
4: it was God. Uh, that,
0: no, no. My new theory: Ninal killed my grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> Ninal helped well, stage involved it. involved in my grandmother's death.
2: Yeah, she on yeah. behalf yeah, yeah. of the yeah.
0: Aldari
4: Council, who wanted to get rid of your Council, who was way too sudden. No, yeah, okay. Definitely. All right, all right, all
1: right. Last question. This one's. Su- I'm only asking this because I know it's going to be super quick. And Sarah brought it up because hey, I don't. It, either either you guys have an answer or you don't. At the end of the Nanal flashback when she messaged De Ma and the letter B popped up. Does anybody think they know who that
2: is?
0: I was scavenging my notes. I don't think oh, so.
2: God.
0: Oh, except for maybe the <laughs> black <laughs> butterfly.
2: <laughs> right? Like, the, bl- uh, the we, oh, we knew a kind... Con- that's why. Wow. Which that one? Black
4: butterfly. Uh, the, butterfly. the black butterfly. butterfly. Okay. Bitch. She was like, bitch, what's up?
1: De Artuma, BC'd bitch. Alright, gotcha.
0: What was the actual note she sent? I don't...
4: Wait, she she CC'd the bees?
0: Yes. I don't think you ever told us what was written there. Yeah, I didn't. I think
1: it was I, like, I'll pull fe- it up real quick because I have it. At the bees. Yeah, uh, As yeah, the camera begins zooming out, we see the name Dear Tuma, CC, some word that starts with the letter B, but it's blurred.
2: And we know specific, like, is it blurred in a way that, like, we don't know if it's more words, like, it could be Black Butterfly, or if it's just, like... It's
1: it's definitely not just the letter B.
2: Right, okay. Fair enough.
4: Thanks, Waffles. We figured that.
1: You're welcome. Yeah.
4: I, I think Black, Black Butterfly is a good guess. Uh, yeah, that's... It that is a good guess.
0: So, I have all of the council. Um, is the barathu by the way but that's just a that race. <laughs> yeah, that's a risk um i have the cancel of the ransom tem listed here what's the none of them start with a b yeah, what's you- the name jim of your,
2: your point, uh, jim
1: said bin comma a drill
0: yeah <laughs> uh,
2: i like well, it well, what is lens there's buddy's, a, buddy's uh, name yeah what is yeah what's lens buddy's name uh, rim
4: rim oh,
5: okay. rim, oh, okay. rim yeah.
4: something, yeah. something.
5: Yeah. i it's a long time there's game. a uh side uh Barnaba or Barnaby or something like that, the male riparian from the Click Clack club. Um that's the only other B that I've got in my notes. Okay. I did not put
4: that down. I know What's that. What's the much. name of the orc? Uh hold on. Uh, 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 I don't know like got him. No, you
1: you guys know it. Hold on. It's Shinheel.
4: I will keep Shin-Hil. calling her orc-lady. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. Persistent but terrible. Yes. Uh,
1: the Mel called her Shinhil, like, out in the open. At, le- at least the people in the back room would know she's Shinheel.
4: I thought I just and heard Mel. And by the way, Mel. Mel,
0: for all of you all, is yeah. the Farron, because we only called him the Farron yes. for yep. a very long <laughs> time. Mel is the Farron. I knew Mel's name.
4: I don't think I ever picked up on the orc's name. I thought it was reverse, where they said the Mel's name, but never said sh- whatever.
2: The, ol- sure, the only other sure. B I could think of would be someone from that other flashback- but where they had that like shadow council before the okay. orc lady attacked us. <sighs> but yeah, no,
3: which yeah. I, assume I don't know. I know who it is. There. Ooh, it's, Dr. It's, it's Dr. Ben.
4: Yeah. It's <laughs> what I, <laughs> that's, what <laughs> that's what I I was like yes. thinking. Oh, God you know. damn it,
0: <laughs> Um hey uh, waffles, what is my father's name?
4: <laughs> that's
0: yeah, your what's her job? daddy's name. Yeah, that, that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my father's name and it's gonna start with a B.
1: <laughs> that probably right ensures that it's him
0: yeah that since i since i
1: didn't know it started with a (laughs) b yeah
0: confirmed you heard it here first (laughs) all right all right all right all right right, friends i think it's time we set up a another giveaway for y'all because you have been absolutely amazing and hanging out with us and we super appreciate it hearing us rambling about this amazing show um it was in my opinion super fun to learn all about like a little bit more insight into everybody's characters, and like have some time to to explore that a little bit. For sure. So you can expect that we're going to continue to do that at the end of each arc. Um. So a reminder to first of all, next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, is going to be the start of arc two. It's going to be our uh episode or session twenty one, episode forty one and forty two. Um, I'm really excited for it because we're going to start off with level four and all sorts of fun stuff as we as we continue back into things. So I think you should tell your friends. Waffles keep sending the We're scripts? starting arc two.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll get those scripts out. Uh, D- didn't you Didn't you I, get
0: one, uh, We let's,
1: got see sir, whole let's see if Serp shuts me down for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it very slowly. I also think in relation to uh-huh. tonight, for next week we will also be doing a giveaway. Ooh, what? So a l- little yes. little teaser for the for just the Twitch people that are here. So
0: yes uh yeah so we're, we're gonna we're gonna try to pump up next next session as well because it's the start of arc two and we, we think it's super exciting stuff so like i said tell your friends and you know come hang out with us next tuesday or if you can't make it live that's totally cool because we put this on youtube and of course our lovely podcast with Wa- which waffles does a lot of work for uh and makes us sound freaking amazing and during our road trip we totally listened to our own
1: yo i <laughs> i gm i prep it i am obviously in the streams I audio edit the podcast and then I usually listen to like every other episode of the podcast <laughs> because I think it sound sounds, great. It, it's, a, it's a different show. Like no joke. The podcast is a different show.
0: It's really good. I Our players should listen to us because I think we're awesome. But anyways, um, here's I the deal. I can't stand Varso This though. time the giveaway. Me too. <laughs> the giveaway this time around is for the lovely Starfinder beer koozie and bottle opener. Um, so together yeah one giveaway get both those things um so obviously the keyword to enter this giveaway enter it once not twice not three times once space beer one word space beer one, space word. Beer, one word because i mean it's starfinder <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that Kirk? Oh, that's whoops. not
4: real did that not go public did that go public whoops oh, oh. whoops, whoops.
0: Keone, I hope you get it now. I want Keone to win this. I, just I did that to
4: subtle give the vibe so that like the the planets align to give Keone, you know, whatever. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh. Sh- <laughs> what I'm pretending. <laughs> um. So don't forget space beer, one word, and there you there go. We go. We got one. Um. And yeah. So while while we wait for that, um. As always, stick around because we will go ahead and rate somebody within the community. Um, I realized I never told our wild move story, so um, <laughs> yeah. that'll happen at some point on Twitter or something. Um, I gotta say, it was more right, wild but- than I
4: expected.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was odd yeah. That The moving was crazy. Uh, space but bear, yeah.
0: but yeah, well, space that's bear. That's one. not advice. So. That's my backup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all
1: right, I got. One other question while we're waiting on space beers to get in entered. Shit. Shit. Super quick again, yeah. don't elaborate on it. So far, what has been your favorite like not moment, but thing that has happened? Thing can be like anything from I met Tibble to we had uh, a fucking tibble. masquerade party. Like, like what has been your favorite thing that has happened in Arc One? Ready. I'm not even going to call on people a little chaos energy. You guys can just talk about it. It should be a couple of words.
3: I don't know if it's like my favorite thing, but like one thing I really liked was... Um... I already failed.
0: that it's not the answer to well, the question.
3: No, it it's just what comes to mind. It was like uh, the fight with the orc lady in the spaceship, like how we did a good job handling it. And she just turned around and left. Just so For sure. Like it, it felt good to win <laughs> an encounter smoothly. Her once in our oh, lives yeah without you know like, mean. With, that was like without actually, without
1: actually like taking her out yeah. yeah that was an interesting one i liked it
4: i uh, kind of on uh-huh. that back like i enjoyed uh len and tattoo fighting for the goddamn life in that hallway that was fun to be in, yeah. in. like be, len and i are just on, like
0: to me you know what yeah edge of yeah. death like
4: the whole yeah, thing it, like I always I always I must I know waffles is like this too. I always like when I'm a just barely I should not be alive. Like I always like no. when you yeah, get out of a fight, like so that, like Grizz is fighting the the elevator perfect example.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I liked uh the Silver Drake because it was a taste of everything honestly like we went in there going diplomacy we had combat we had party split we had tactics we had like everybody going everywhere out the window lies fighting for your life it was sure. wild uh in every there way there was three I think different was awesome. stories
4: going on in that one scene yeah, yeah. Ford. Yeah. 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 Okay, outside was awesome. doing stealth uh, ninja stuff. Uh, you guys being like I spy, and the two of the us invisible like, people on yeah, the roof. Yeah, I root? was about yeah, to say exactly. not, not to
1: not to interrupt anybody's like favorite thing here, but do people want to know what the invisible people on the roof? <laughs>
4: yeah, know? I do. Yeah, Yes, yes. yes. Okay. yes. yes but like, it,
1: It's not it's not a spoiler. Uh, I guess kind of like it can allow y'all to draw some like surmises, like what, what y'all think is happening. Uh, there were spells. They were illusions,
3: invisible illusions. They never
1: moved once. They were ah. literally they didn't they didn't move. They appeared they were at so a random time. They were basically like uh, equivalent to a major image.
4: Mm-hmm. They were trying to distract us from. But wait, doing I thought stuff. they
0: were invisible. I thought there wasn't actually anything. They there. were
1: very shimmery. Yeah, they were they were illusions to be <laughs> like and like they were made illusions to be invisible to look like invisible people right. on the roof. That was right. a very they, good they weren't supposed to and be obvious,
4: all. but right. they were—they they were, they were okay. meant to be caught by somebody who is looking to, for something to catch. Exactly.
0: Yes. Interesting. Okay. Cool. All right, friends. I mean, if that's everybody nope. that wants to enter tonight, we shall go ahead and draw that. Oh, sorry.
2: I, was, I was just going to oh, second,
0: yeah. Um, My favorite moment was actually walking away
2: from you two fighting. Like the, the act of in the Silver Drake actively saying,
0: I'm not going uh... to fight,
2: and like ignoring that whole thing. As they like, have nope, shot it's me. not. Yeah like
0: nope no i didn't I, I tried to stop the work lady from sh- shooting you and she shot you And right, your finger
4: slipped that's all sure slipped. no <laughs> no accidentally I slipped
2: i
0: tried to stop her it was Whoops. a strike <gasps> thing against strict strike right thing. you tried to uh, stop her and then your
2: finger slipped which didn't stop her
1: all right and then Mo. you got it you got a favorite part
5: uh I like schmoozing the uh, uh, nobles into getting access into the... Uh, that I enjoyed building. that too. I, that was I,
1: I enjoyed that for the fact of what I think is going to come in the future from that.
2: Yeah, we the, oh, yeah. the recording oh, on yeah. the news. Hal yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. basically so has a
1: YouTube channel
2: now. <laughs> Mo, Mo, but
0: you... <laughs> you may have zero followers, but after you post this video...
4: Mm-hmm. a <laughs> 100% though, like you as the player... I guarantee you were just thinking, I would really love to have a drone right about now. Just to go outside, out back with. Because it just, I, I wanted to in that moment, I just wanted a drone to just zoom around the backyard.
5: Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've <laughs> wanted to have a uh, PO, uh, uh, FOV drone. POV, FOV. A drone that I can use goggles to see through the camera on and like have the first person view of flying it. Like I've wanted to have one of those for years. Um, but I just haven't gone through the process to You, you described
4: one. it a little too yeah. keenly to
5: not have uh, wanted it to do It was too that. personal to not yeah, want to, yeah. The,
4: the, <laughs> there, there was a deep depth of want. Some coop
2: leaked I, in there. I, I yeah. have a quick question for you, Waffles. It should be okay. super fast. Last one. Uh, Ar- Arvin contacted us at the end of that mission pretty darn quickly before we even left the planet, yeah. and he yep. seemingly knew what we did. Yep. How did he do that?
1: Yeah, okay. uh, hmm, should I say this or not? I mean, it's going to come out next session, so yes, I'll say it. While Castroville is a secret thing, uh, one, he's a star finder. Two, news and live broadcast are a thing. If you remember correctly, he says, I don't imagine it went like, qu- quote unquote, swimmingly. But I think you got the job done. He didn't say the queen got taken. Like he doesn't know like for all intents and purposes you can assume your character like your characters can assume he doesn't know exactly what happened. He just it's knows something
0: It's not like he followed us. Yeah. He, 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 just he just saw something news went of chaos. Right, something okay. went down
1: on Castorville and he knows you guys are there.